Recording in progress. You say that every time. I have to. I actually like a hate tip. it. I, I think it's really funny. It makes editing really easy. I bet. I hope you edit it out. That yeah. shows that I don't listen to the no, episode. I, I, never, I never do. I love that. <clears throat> um, this is what the big three O. We're here. We have a guest. JJ's here. Hi guys. I'm sorry. This is number fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually like 31 or 32. It'd be 31, 32, because one's not numbered in the lost episodes currently unlisted. That's fair. <clears throat> when I numbered them, I probably just, uh, instead of hit publish, I probably hit draft like a big dummy, big dumb dummy. I love that. Yeah, you'll have that from time to time. So let's introduce for the very first time JJ who's finally on the show of his dreams. The man, the myth, the legend. This is my one true fantasy, and I'm so happy it came to life. Our number (laughs) one fan, our OG fan. He was the first one there, all the way to the beginning. Our first email-y. It's magical. Are you excited, JJ? I'm so excited. Is it everything you'd hoped it'd be and more? It's going to get there, but it is so exciting. I have uh, I have your email pulled up here. You guys want to discuss JJ's reply to our email? Off the rip. Right off I the rip. We should. Okay. So uh, what episode was that? Was that two episodes ago that we read JJ's email? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And then um, Josh sent me a very disrespectful <clears throat> reply, and I yes. think that's why we had to rebrand is because – I could take it and destroy this entire podcast with this uh, so, one that's really email. Funny. I'll get you all canceled. Take that, <laughs> Nick. Don't think you would, but that's all right. Uh, JJ oh. says, I deeply appreciate you guys returning my email formally. Josh, you can, um, <laughs> you can suck my cock inside out. In 27 episodes, you've not proven to me as a listener that your opinion carries any weight. Nick, I understand why you're confused by me picking Tyler as my favorite on the show. Please understand, I deeply respect you as a podcaster and always relate to your point of view on subjects. You also have a smooth voice and articulate well over over a broadcast. Tyler may not have the deep boomer voice that you have, but I feel his comedic relief is what escalates him to number one. Good day, your number one listener, JJ. Well, my feelings aren't hurt. I do consider my feelings hurt, but that's okay. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's okay. It's okay. You got to hurt did, feelings to get did feelings we, hurt. Did we read? Did you read your entire reply out when you typed it? Or did you add a little sauce in there? I don't remember, honestly. I don't remember either. Just read it. Hello, Mr. Not JJ. I would like you to know that I hate you. <laughs> your point is invalid. There is not enough evidence to sustain your current ranking of the cast members. Please refer to English Comp 1 itinerary to find all the sourcing guidelines. Josh. And then Leon, as your second favorite host of the podcast, we appreciate you. Josh is our guest speaker tonight, so I understand your ranking. But because you are not JJ, I do not understand why Tyler is your favorite, Nick. Please remove yourself from all of our social media accounts. Unfollow on Spotify as we no longer need your services. Any further questions can be directed to File 22. Disrespectfully, the TJ and N staff. 
And I meant that wholeheartedly. And, you know, just to <laughs> put it out there, I uh, send an email that is worded like that probably on a weekly basis and i have yet to lose my job or my company so i think we're okay buddy you don't have to worry about canceling us it is really well formatted thank you i I have plenty of plenty of experience with that he's done Uh, once or twice a couple times that's funny are you like you know my next one's gonna go to american airlines are you like revered for your emails? Like, are people company wide afraid of you when they see your name pop up? Uh, no, they just they will ask me for templates of my emails to send out. That is really funny. It is it's a bigger funny. question. Does anyone pay you to write emails for them? Yeah, I get paid by the hour. No, do no, my emails. Do people do people give you like? people commission you like privately to write hear, hear me out yeah uh one person and it was literally just over this past week to write templates for his business have you ever heard of john gives bad news on tiktok yes. i have yes. yes you could do that but with pay emails him. with emails yeah. <laughs> people pay you to email them rude shit yes i like it you, like should, you should look into that. See how you can monetize your skills. I'm, I'm going to have to look up this guy on TikTok so I can see what he does. Like, are we just blatantly bashing people here? Or is it something a little more underlined? You know, maybe instead of cutting somebody's throat, you cut their fingernails off. He just bluntly gives you the bad news. Mm, it's like, yeah. hey, yeah. buddy, um, your wife's leaving you. Oh, I fucking like, love yeah. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I hate to hear that. Alrighty, this, this has been John. You have a good day. Like, Literally, at the end of every call, he goes, sorry, bud. I'm really interested to know the actual outcomes of that. Like, is that just, hey, this is really funny. I want to be featured on TikTok. Or is this like, hey, I'm actually leaving my husband. I need you to tell him that's really funny i think i can't think of any specifics that was just a fake one but um well i mean yeah right you know it could all be fake it it could be like people wanting to use his platform for their Uh their little name to be yeah okay rolling with this tiktok thing jj you you just got on tiktok literally like four days ago so you probably haven't seen it like, and that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> Beginning of this week is when TikTok, JJ got on TikTok. Um, have you guys heard of the pink sauce? No. No? No. The, the pink sauce? Pink sauce, yes. Mm, not is it a cleaner? Because I use that on my shower. That's the, the, that's the pink stuff. Uh, pink stuff, yep. So uh, it's like this, it's this new condiment this lady made. Like, she produces it out of her kitchen on TikTok. And, like, everyone, like says it's really delicious and it's like great but like people are like dragging her right now because there are like <laughs> misprints on the label for like the nutrition facts and like the um if the calorie to serving ratio was followed the bottle would have like forty four thousand calories in it and like there are ingredients that need to be refrigerated that are not that's not being shipped refrigerated so people are like what the fuck? Um, and speaking of people lying on the internet, some dude 
like made it seem like he went to the hospital and was about to die from eating pink sauce and then he comes out and he's like (laughs) (laughs) he comes out and he's like i've never had pink sauce before okay um this this is the single funniest thing that has happened on this podcast i don't understand this is the second time this has happened jj as our number one listener you should know that exactly 10 episodes ago we had our last guest right yes and during that guest is that what the timer is (laughs) (laughs) i didn't want to say anything but i saw it and i was like oh wonder Holy shit! We missed our. We didn't. We didn't this is actually this is actually our uh, protocol for when we have guests <laughs> is to have the uh, podcast uh, snip down to ten minutes long. Hi, Joshua. Your Zoom account is up to date. Well, this we is just, awkward. We just. I don't really it. know what to tell you guys. You know, I should have. I had the thought. I was like, should we restart the call? And I was like, nah. After you paid it. Oh yeah, that's probably yeah. We should have probably we did that. Restarted the call. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we just scrap all of this and do a hard restart of the whole show? <laughs> are you? <laughs> or are you? Um. So yeah, that's recording that's, in progress. That's why that I <laughs> hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny for anybody but you. But look, it's one of those things where it's, it's never cringe. funny, but it's, it's never cringe. not funny. It's cringe. JJ, you weren't wearing that hoodie a second ago, were you? No. We'll just... oh. Quick change. Stage left. I mean, literally, I feel like it ruins the cold open every time. Because it starts with you go, recording in progress while we're in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> like... But then the conversation just keeps going. No, the conversation goes to this. Exactly. This is the first time we've we've done this, I feel like. It is, but it's time that we like we need we, an intervention. We right now. An intervention okay. We're having right an intervention right here on the podcast right now. We started we waited, this probably what ten episodes. That's actually, ago? it's actually the whole reason JJ's here because he's close to you. Okay, and okay. you guys work together. So. Listen, listen. If one if one viewer reaches out to us, that's not JJ, and they says they like it. They say they like it. I get to keep it. Is that fair? No, no, I think it should be reverse. It must be five. We only have 20 followers. That exactly. is a fourth of our following. Exactly. Okay. You know what per- I said? No, I say 50%. 50%. No, the number can't keep going up. <laughs> you get 10 people to tell us they absolutely fucking hate it. You can get rid of it. Until then, no more. I think you have that backwards. Yeah, you do. No, you can keep it if 10 people tell you they absolutely love it. I'm sorry. I yes. didn't have that backwards. <laughs> 10 people? Okay, Actually, but JJ be, can be, be one of Jack, those. No, no, he's in the show you, right you now. Already, you already excluded him, and he, he told no! you how he feels about it. No, JJ, do you hate it? I like it. Thank no, you. you don't. Thank you. That's a biased opinion. Your fucking mustache literally <laughs> says otherwise. <laughs> Two thirds of the staff disagree. You leave my seventies porn we'll staff. Put it up to a vote. All in favor say aye. 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 JJ. <laughs> <laughs> JJ. JJ's sharking us and flipping the aisle. 
I don't think you understood. It's okay. <laughs> Welcome to the not TJ and N show. We are unwise analysis. Holy unwise shit! This analysis. is my first episode like, back since the rebranding. It is. It yeah. is. Um, that is fucking wild. Unusual guest fashion. We're starting off in a blaze of hellfire and dumpsterness. <laughs> I would. I would like to point out. Um, this name has been used before. About yes. 10 yeah, years we, ago. Yeah, we visited <laughs> it was a that last podcast. week. Oh, you don't listen, do you? So you wouldn't know. Uh, oh, boys, boys, boys. Man. Can't even get a listen from our own crew. That's rough. That is Tim's. rough. Okay, do you, uh, like, yeah, I know I'm stuttering over here, but when do you expect me to listen to this podcast? Uh, whenever you're listening to 23 fucking hours of serial killer shit. Okay. Carve, carve one of those hour and a half into uh, your own podcast. How about the audio? Especially when you're not there. Mm. Burn. The cat's right. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Valid. That's How I hate it. <laughs> um, I'm great. I'm great. How are you I'm all great. doing? I'm fabulous. What a shit show. Is yeah. Yeah. We're all good. JJ Josh, how are you boys? I'm still happy to be here. <laughs> well, you're, getting, changed. you're getting the authentic guest experience well uh, the only reason why i'm here is because this is a uh milestone episode oh. as far as having a guest um Fuck unfortunately change, right? right 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 unfortunately the guest is jj so uh i thought about skipping it and just ghosting you guys but i chose not to so Wow. I have graced you real, all with my appearance. Real stand-up guy you are. Thank you, Jibis. I feel like this is a double guest episode because there's me and Josh. Josh <laughs> classifies as a guest. Uh, incorrect. I was in half the episodes before, so <laughs> I'm a reoccurring guest, not special guest. I really, I want to know the percentage numbers. So <laughs> how many episodes you've been in? How many episodes do you put in the description? We're missing Josh. <laughs> A lot. I've yeah. already read through some of them, so or all the dumpster fire video videos. Should, should we start a uh, ASMR podcast? No, stop. You make me uncomfortable with that. <laughs> it's just like this. You like it when I scratch my beard? I do. It's comforting. No, except you breathe in the mic. <sighs> That's Tyler, okay? He's yeah, in, true. He, he's the nose whistler, all right? I have asthma. There, there's a whole episode where, like, half of it is Tyler's nose going... Whistling? It's fucking horrible. It was, was going to be my favorite episode, Killdozer. Yeah. And I fucking ruined it. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> At least the first half, we didn't have that, but the second oh. half, as soon as we started the Killdozer topic, I know, it was... I know. Pied fucking Piper over there. We're gonna have to revisit it. That's just what it is. Yeah. Hey, uh, so JJ, a little bit of um scene background, right? You gonna turn a light on in your house or are you Amish? Amish. Oh, copy that. Yeah. Um, can you please tell me how you are uh, attending our our call here? Here, just look. That is my entire roof. There's no lights, no conduit, no nothing. And I prefer it that way. I prefer my dungeon. Leave me alone. Are we living in the same house right now? That's yeah, fucking much. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is converting his trap house into a trap home right now. You have curtains at least, so you're winning. 
you are winning. You want to know why? Look at that. Bam. That's a fucking window with no curtains. <laughs> I have uh, the the black they go? curtains. Curtains, courtesy of my girlfriend. They look. Thank you. No, no, no offense. Pretty, no offense. Um, granny style? That's what I was going to say. They look like old lady curtains. Did you find those at Goodwill? <laughs> I oh, just my. have white blinds <laughs> in my house. It's really... Um, white blinds? Yeah, just really generic. You know? You couldn't get the black blinds or... You know, it came stock with the house since it's a rental, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not vibing on buying my own blinds unless they're like the remote controlled ones. <laughs> he said, "He said I will not spend a dollar under five hundred dollars for blinds." You hear me? <laughs> how much How much money do you have wrapped up in your blinds? <laughs> About four grand. <laughs> you know, I I have never felt so connected to a statement and it's real it's the wireless switches i bought for my house yeah that are still sitting in the box covered in dust that have been <laughs> sitting there for four months because i was like i'm gonna turn my house into a smart home and then you know what i'm not fucking doing it anymore okay a wireless light switch wireless yep wireless uh light switches so you just are they battery powered nope they're water they're wired into your house correct then they're not wireless. They are. Okay. okay. That makes... I, I see <laughs> what, what, I see what, what they, you're saying what, here. What do they accomplish that a normal outlet I can does? literally say, hey, Siri, turn off all house lights. Or oh, turn okay. on the kitchen I light. See. Or So they have their voice controls. Uh, yeah, I should have said smart switches, not as far... Not wireless, wireless. switches. Because yeah. I imagined like a battery powered switch you could just stick anywhere. That's fucking with the little with lights the light. on it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, you know what I was thinking when you said that? I was thinking those those lights that you get at the store that are for camping and you flip the switch and it's like a camp light. And then, That's yeah. On all of the walls. That is so That's all the light now. That's the line. Have to turn each individual one. <laughs> <laughs> Walking through, uh, just a, just enough to light up the path, you know. Oh, that's so funny. I've got one Bluetooth light in my house, and it's actually the one that I'm sitting right beside. <laughs> and uh, it it cannot be controlled with voice. I have to control it manually from my phone. Because so it's a Philips Hue, isn't it? It's not. It's the generic one. Can I you forget. make it purple? Oh, it's blue. Purple. Wow. Oh, Purple wow. was like a black yeah. light, from my understanding. Can't tell because I have the second one. Yeah, uh, I was gonna install a. I bought a uh, an iPad to set up a central command center in the in the house. Central command center. And that is so I fo- bougie. I formatted it to to this this interface that I wanted. And I just haven't gotten around to switch to switch out the outlets or the switches because I spent way too much money on them already, and I really don't want to switch them out. So now I'm just stuck with this box of Amazon stuff. And you re- I, resell it on Facebook. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you could tell a more like first person problem story if first you tried. person, uh, first, first world, world problem story. There it's we go. The, that space aged shit you got going on over there don't Nick. blame me blame my medicine <laughs> space age medicine you got going over there 
It is pretty spacey. <laughs> I hate you guys. I hate you more. I don't even know why I come here, man. Me neither. Fuck. The switches are the whole reason Josh is going first in the <laughs> class four. Yes, exactly. That's it. Did you sell out of your Let's Go Brandon flags yet, Josh? Those were gone by two by the second day that we were selling them. That makes me feel unsafe. I just... <laughs> you know, you know what should make you feel more unsafe? The person that bought five. Oh my god! Mm. Um, like, have you mm. have you seen their? They've started shortening it to LGB. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I love that. That's perfect. You're gonna use like what is that? An anagram? Why not just use FJB? Just (laughs) but like, but uh, that's so funny. Pretty funny. The the big funny. I my favorite is the the 2020 signs with the 20 cross. I know. We've talked about this like five times on on this podcast, but it doesn't. It does not get old. Just seeing somebody so butthurt that they go out, spray paint an X on their sign, and put a four by it. And that's just, I, I love it. I really do. Do you think if he doesn't run this term but runs again next term that they'll do it again? With the eight? Oh, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> 2028. Yeah. <laughs> they'll cross out the four and put an eight beside that. Zero in the four. And we'll just keep going until they run out of space. Oh. The guy on Route 4 is going to have to probably use a different color paint because he put that 4 on there pretty big. That poor son of a bitch. Need to cross out the 4, put an L, and then put 8 with a question mark. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny that you guys brought that up because he, uh, his campaign advisor has stated that he is seriously considering running again. He said he's going to, he said he already made the decision. He's going to announce it in September. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yep. And, you know, at that point with the, uh, of course, you can't really trust the polls that the media puts out, but with the polls, he is very, very, very far ahead in uh, the general population vote for Um, retaking the office. But that's, of course, not including any other candidates that pop up nobody announces two years out right you lose steam yeah that means his numbers are probably down right now probably yeah (laughs) well i mean we're coming up on midterm elections Uh i think honestly next year you're gonna start seeing people coming out of the woodwork to mm -hmm, run mm -hmm. like by next summer you'll have republican candidates running yep we'll have somebody or we'll have a couple people chosen and then final backings will be done by the uh beginning of the following Do you year. guys think biden's gonna run again yeah no he fell off no. his bicycle that Dude. was really bad <laughs> in slow motion it's, yeah. <laughs> that guy is gonna I be don't lucky think if he, he can finishes make it. out this term exactly i mean he okay. just got covid exactly. so i mean Do you think kumalo's gonna pull a hillary and be like they want i me. hope not it's my time because if people don't want her, she it's it's the same as like with Hillary. People don't like her. Yeah, it uh, she she takes the control the controlling seat in the Senate pretty pretty hardcore, and I think that uh, she's doing a lot of damage in there right now. <laughs> well, I mean, you always hear like little stories pop up about how her uh, front office is just a fucking dumpster fire. She yeah. put a bunch of people in jail for marijuana. And yeah. then was now she's like, we should legalize it. 
Yeah, because it's it's part of the modern agenda of what politicians are expected to do. She she wants to show that she's tough on on drugs and then throws your uh, medium sized marijuana dealer in in prison for longer than somebody who stabs their girlfriend, wife, or whatever at, at the a campground. Camp <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's wild, man. Speaking That's of a, stabbing, it's a trashy campground. I'll say it. Speaking of stabbing people, uh oh. Uh oh, what a trans. Are we talking about what are we talking about? Slenderman? Slenderman. Or Wisconsin. Okay, this doesn't apply to Nick so much. JJ, okay, first off, JJ, do you know who Slenderman is? Yes. Have you known him for a long time? Like like, a long time. uh, Specifically 48 hours. (laughs) Okay, Josh. I fucking love that. This is only only for you. Were you ever genuinely afraid of Slenderman as a child? Ditto. Yes. Ditto. Nick was too old. JJ had no idea, but like, you know. <laughs> those those looks like George Washington. Uh-huh. Terrified. Uh-huh. You would go over there and take a piss. I couldn't even fucking pull my pants down. I don't wanna I don't want we used to always go to this big ass Halloween party. And it was like surrounded by woods and shit. Oh, and the one in the woods? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember going to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, funnily enough, I was twenty two years old when this occurred. This uh stabbing. That's how old I am now. That's no, am I? No, you're not. You're 23. 44. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what happens when you. A long time ago. Trying trying to make 20. You're um... like 40. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's, uh, insulting. 2014. Whoa. How old were we? Like, we were 13. Not when we were were 16. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. I was gonna we say I was thirteen. Yeah, JJ's a little young. Oh, guy. you're a baby. Yeah. No wonder I don't like you. Very Jesus boy. Christ. Fuck you. <laughs> just kidding, buddy. Ow. I'm just kidding. It's okay. It's really we get funny. a little play. We get a little playful on here. Sometimes we get too playful, and Josh hangs up on us and then comes back just for dramatic effects. <laughs> hey, that was pretty spot on, though. I mean, it was good. It was. It was, good. It was well, good. It was really good delivery on my part. I'm. I'm basically fine. a prop actor. It was like, I really feel like Josh just hit the end button and was like, you guys play too rough, and then walked around the room and finally calmed down. Um, I actually said, fuck that, and I went and got a drink. And then I came back, and I, and I waited for them to accept me. <laughs> Mumbling the whole time, fuck those guys. They fucking suck. I don't remember what it was, so it wasn't that important, but I felt like the dramatic exit would have been hilarious. It was really funny. Well, okay. JJ, you'll be happy to know that you had something in common with the two girls who were responsible for <laughs> stabbing so fucking funny. a third person 19 times, uh, and that's that you were a year older than them, so you were close in age. What's in common? Okay. Did any of you guys <laughs> listen to the interrogation videos? I did not no. listen, but I read them. I like. I love the gore. I love the fucked up stuff on the internet, the spooky videos. Those made it made my stomach turn. I was uncomfortable listening mm. to these, just because I just keep like. Is it their voices they're, or they're children? Like... They're literal children. I keep yeah, thinking I mean, like like kids from The Shining or some shit. Like I don't know, and like they kept like, well, we'll get it. We'll get into it a little more. But it was just like, what the fuck? But I don't know, man. They're kids. They're little babies. What's going on? Twelve years old. 
imagine that 12 years old and just surpassing juvenile court right to adult court and bam you're fucking you're mentally unstable and you get no social media until you're 53 <laughs> fuck <laughs> We'll be out of topsoil by then. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> we're getting beamed up over here by that time. Yeah. Well, I know one of them threw out the uh, excuse that they did it to please Slender Man. So they wanted to become proxies for him. Yeah, that was the initial intent, but. When they were being questioned, I know one of them said they like kind of did it like as a sacrifice to Slender Man. Yeah, like that. That's that was a deal. Apparently, you you murder somebody and then you show up at the mansion, the Slender Mansion, and you become a proxy. But they were also that's saying that they were afraid good. he was going to kill their families. Oh, okay. Hmm. During but, a game of hide and seek. Oh my fuck. Oh, my um, God. but let's get the rundown is. In 2014, in Wisconsin, two 12-year-old girls, Anissa Wire and Morgan Geyser, lured their friend Peyton Lutner. I couldn't hear that. No one pronounced her name well in anything I heard. Uh, she also goes by Bella, which I thought was kind of even made it worse that they're calling the girl they tried to murder her, her little nickname the entire time they're talking to the police. Uh, they lured her into a forest under the guise of playing hide-and-seek, and then they stabbed her 19 times. Um, they were like, we're going we're gonna to get you some help. Lay down. You'll lose blood slower. We're going to get you some help. Now, they just dipped out of there to go find Slenderman. They walked like, I don't know, like 12 miles down the highway to try to get to this national forest that was like 100 miles away. So they didn't, they didn't make it very far. Mm. They made an attempt. But I don't know if those are like the exact measurements, but it was like they walked 4.9 miles. 4.9 miles. Thank you, Nick. And the forest was a larger, larger distance away. Um, <laughs> Peyton, the girl that was stabbed, was able to crawl to the side of the road where a cyclist found her and called 911. So she survived. She probably didn't last much longer after that. She made a full recovery. No. She and did. she did. <laughs> no. huh? she's, no. she's, she's got to be dead, right? No, no. she didn't die. Nope. They she stabbed her nineteen yeah, times. Nineteen times was One a millimeter. Them, yep, a millimeter away from her heart. Yep, stabbed her in the liver, right through the diaphragm, um, punctured the the stomach, and oh literally, uh, uh, you know, I'm How not gonna, I'm not gonna still lie. Alive? How can okay. they call it Slenderman murders if she's alive? Well, it's, it's Slenderman stabbing. stabbing. Oh. It's not a murder, uh, and. Gotcha. literally in my in my show notes i literally have is this lady superhuman that and that's so just funny. really funny because the fact that she walked 19, to the road she crawled to the road okay she crawled. yeah the but fact she mean, made it to the road right made it to the road got somebody to help her then was transported to the hospital then made a full recovery and was back in school by september <laughs> Holy <That's>, shit. Yeah, <laughs> the same year the same year she was stabbed may she got stabbed Basically took the summer off and went right back to school. She was in the hospital for six days. Six, 19 stabbings. I was in the hospital for puking for six days. Oh my fuck. 
I could have been stabbed 19 times. Uh, the two girls were found non guilty by a mental disease or defect, and they were going to mental health institutions with sentences for 25 to life and 40 years of life. Uh, after seven years, uh, Anissa Wire was granted early release and will be under supervised, you know, by the state until she's 37. Uh, I want to say Anissa was the, the less mentally ill of the two girls. So Anissa was actually the only one who expressed any type of guilt yes. when it came to the questioning of the cops. The, mm-hmm. the but, first... Go ahead, sorry. You're right. Uh, Morgan was actually, after pleading guilty and then found not guilty due to mental... You she know, pleaded guilty twice. Disease. She did plead guilty twice because she, she opted in for a plea agreement and then after she didn't want to agree with the plea agreement, she went back to court to try her case and basically was pled, uh, pled guilty, then found not guilty and then pled guilty again. So, but it's really wild. Um, Morgan did show, <laughs> I, I want to say empathy, but literally in all of the notes that I found and everything that I read over, it just says she said she felt guilty, but it um, had to be done for could, Slenderman. <laughs> it was literally one of those she was more upset about being caught is kind of the vibe I got. Like mm-hmm. she knew she did something wrong, but she didn't feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she had a lot of trouble with empathy her whole life. Like the big talking point everyone I listened to talked about was when she was three, they showed her Bambi and she was not concerned for the mother dying at all she said run baby save yourself and like that was like that was a common theme throughout her life was her not showing empathy in situations they diagnosed her as schizophrenic they did yes yep and her father apparently her father had it too exactly yep yeah yep um but the other the other girl anisa she broke down as soon as the detective started talking to her she was like she just felt bad and i want to say anisa and Peyton were closer they were like best friends for a long time and then Morgan was like their third friend that came about recently you know what they say I don't remember but it's something good they say that friend dynamics with three people can be hard to maintain especially relationships um no but they said that the little the girl Peyton was like I trusted you guys I'll never forgive you I can't believe you're doing this and that (laughs) It's fucked up. While they were stabbing her. I can't believe you're doing this to me right now. I will never (laughs) trust you again. Fuck you. What is the... I was trying to think of it, like, with me and Josh. Because that's one of the closer friendships I have to that, like, length they did. And it's just, like... It's gotta be awkward. you trying to say something No, but, like, I was thinking, like, the families. Because, like, if, like, your kid is a friend like that, you grow to, like, love that child too is your own and then like i'm sorry my kid stabbed you you know like what the fuck like what do you like so from uh recollection of you know what happened it does seem that uh morgan was the main attacker which was the newer friend in the in the friendship and but anisa did uh participate as far as holding Peyton down and that's also why their charges are different uh, yeah. 
charges are different based off of what happened during the attack and who did what exactly right um, and in, in this situation morgan was uh i'm sorry yeah morgan was the the person who completed most of the she was brutal. the aggressive one. according to both peyton and anisa before morgan stabbed peyton this is not funny she said You're you laughing. need to worry about me i'm just a little kitty cat and then she pounced on her and started stabbing her Holy and fucking I, shit. <laughs> I thought you said it wasn't funny. It's, it's not. <laughs> That's the funniest uh, not funny thing. <laughs> you, know, you know what that is? That's just new age, the, the weird just, girl meowing at you. Hey, I had a I had a hisser in, in my grade. Oh yeah, so yeah. We <laughs> had this girl would hiss and, and bark and, and then would, the other one would just meow. She would aggressively meow, followed by a hiss. I mean, we're talking about a deep, like, meow. <laughs> then she if would, you know. <laughs> I'm a cat. And, uh, <laughs> and, she, and, and, and to top it off, she would lick the top of her hand. Oh, and I'm like, I'm that. done. I'm so done. I was actually done 30 <laughs> seconds ago, but I'm sorry. If your kids act like this, they're not just quirky. They need to see somebody. They need to talk to a therapist. I, I'm a werewolf. And I'm kind of the fan that things like this don't happen without, at the very least, okay, negligent actions from the parents. Spe- speaking to that, if you think you're famous because everybody in the local city schools and surrounding schools know you Dead. for weird things, you're not famous. Okay, you really, really should go and seek help. And now you're 24 with four children by four different guys. And I don't even know. I don't even think you can pour your own cereal in the morning. So this is pretty rough. You You know exactly who I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking dead. (laughs) Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. No, what this is happening. JJ, what do you think about these stabbings? You haven't <laughs> said anything yet. I have no words for that other than just it's good that she came alive. 12-year-olds don't know how to stab people properly. She did a pretty decent job, I would say, though. I'm sure she did, but the person lived. So was it really a stabbing then? It was just a couple scratches. She was a cat. I, that's what's <sighs> so fucked up. Um, sorry to derail the conversation. What what do we do about this? Why is it there? Uh, the timer is back. I don't I don't know. Hey, Daddy Josh, you better fix this. Vecna. Vecna. I've Vecna. never seen Stranger I'm not, Things. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm at the payment screen, and all I owe is a dollar oh eight because they didn't collect taxes on the last invoice I just paid. Jesus. I'm so upset. I am gonna cry. Honestly, Uncle Sam wants his dollar. God damn it! I know. Oh, excuse me, my voice cracked. I'm a... Oh, hey! There you go, big hey. Daddy's got you. The host has upgraded, and the meeting now has unlimited minutes. Oh <laughs> uh, God, Brianna's gonna kill me. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much I've spent on Zoom tonight, but it's way too much. We gotta start a Patreon. We do. Uh, JJ. I have a special offer for Patreon for you. Okay. Level level ten. Okay. Immediately. Yep. One initial payment, four thousand dollars. 
you get unlimited access to my Dropbox. Okay. I'll throw my my Dropbox in there. Counter offer. $180 $180 to you, Josh. And exchange <laughs> the cabinet. Wait, wait. $180 to me and the exchange of the cabinet? Yeah. I'm, I'm down. That means you're yeah. paying me $180 and you're giving me the cabinet. Exactly. He wants it gone. <laughs> uh, oh, wh- why are you trying to get rid of the cabinet so bad? I need my garage. Buddy, I got yeah, big plans for that garage. Okay? There's, a, there's a lot of work that goes into into a cabinet like this. If I give if I give it to my wife, she's gonna want me to fill make something out of it. out of it. She's gonna and fill it with expensive knickknacks. You're gonna have, you're gonna have no, to go to Target no, no, no. and find things you to know fill what, it with. Stop it. Yeah, she loves Target. But <laughs> you know what's gonna end up happening is she Wait. wants to turn it into a coffee bar. Where's Josh. the closest Target in Ontario? That is the gonna, card. You should put a kegerator in it. That's what you should do. Yeah. Josh, <laughs> oh. that's, the, that's the ultimate card that you still have in your back pocket if she, you know, ever bitches about money. You know, I'm just saying. Oh, you're, you, you mean you always, you always my got, barn that's full of... You always got Target in the back pocket, man. Garbage? That's put not it, garbage. Put it, put it on the hip if you need to. I mean, Put it on the hip? Just be like, it. hush. Go to, leave me alone. Go to Target. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy only spent thirty three dollars and eight cents on Zoom tonight. You spent thirty three dollars and eight cents in one minute target. How many minutes were you there for? <laughs> oh God, we were talking about Slenderman. Um, I guess I mean that's it. You know that Peyton girl. I was looking to see how she's been doing over the years, and. uh She's, she's seventy thousand dollars richer. She's learned how to live with her with her experience and her scars, and it's inspired her to go into the medical field. Wow, oh. you can't I, have friends after that. How do you trust people after you that? You don't. You're twelve. I mean, exactly. I barely, I barely remember what happened when I was twelve. You don't forget that, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, <laughs> traumatic experiences. Uh, I, I'm not. I don't want to say I'm leaving this a little too early, but um, I have two pages of notes on this topic, so we can keep I talking about it. Stuff. I, I'll just I'm basically I'll just go over some few things, um, especially since JJ really just learned about Slenderman two days ago. We'll kind of just go in what happened. I guess and where we didn't from. describe what Slenderman is right. at all, did we? That's very so, important. Yeah. So Slenderman is just a fictional character that was created online through uh, something awful online forms. And it was actually for a paranormal image uh, contest, which of course he won because it Maybe. was then turned into a huge fan fiction is character. That, that's the picture of him with the merry-go-round at Correct. the park. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then this character just grew uh, in relativity and fan fiction as it was created in stories such as no, uh, such as the Creepypasta wiki account or wiki page. Uh, he's described as a tall, thin character, blank white face and a head, uh, blank, blank white face and white head, sorry, uh, and a dark black suit with long, thin arms. Uh, let's people who have experienced, and I'm going to use air quotes around that, uh, an encounter have expressed symptoms of amnesia, coughing, and paranoid behaviors. And on that, paranoid behaviors 
and thinking you saw Slenderman kind of fall into schizophrenia a little he's, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's one of those entities crazy. like Wendigos or Skinwalkers where like once you know about him, he knows about you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the more you think about him, the more he's drawn to you and it's like a perpetual cycle of fear. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's really like a lot of the creepy pasta uh, pasta stories that are out there. I mean, there's so many. You can literally read a hundred and not even be through the first page of of the creepy pastas that include him. Um, so basically, I just want to touch on some of the court uh, court pieces and what happened after the stabbing, as far as like the creator of Slenderman actually made a statement after the stabbing and then how there were, you know, festivals and stuff put in his order. So uh, just touching on the court cases, as I said, you know, Anissa was charged with first, first, I'm sorry, attempted first degree homicide. And then Morgan was charged with second degree homicide as Morgan was the one who, you know, she's the one who really freaking did all the mess. Uh, and then Anissa was charged with first degree homicide, attempted homicide, sorry. And uh, she basically broke down when that happened because they were pretty close friends, as we discussed. But due to the vicious attack, the both girls were just waved right through juvenile court. So at 12 years old, they were both tried as an adult, which is wild. So do you go to adult prison at that point? You would get held in a um, juvenile detention facility until, until you're 18, 18, and then and then you get shipped okay. off. Because yep. you can't really put children in the no same way. Cell block There's pedophiles adult. in there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's fresh you can't meat. put you can't put minors in butt fuck city. That's not how <laughs> <it works. laughs> yeah, it's not how no matter how bad they are, whether <laughs> whether they try right. to murder someone or not. When you when you spray miners with pepper spray, they tend to uh, frown upon that, just as a system, you know. Oh, good. Um, Didn't you get pepper sprayed? Yeah, as a miner. Yeah, you, you, you turned out all right. So. Did I? Court's still out on that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, what is really crazy about this is the girls were already confined as far as remanded for you know, court proceedings as the investigation went on, it took them three years to get this to go to trial. The Parkland shooter just went to trial last week. I know. It's a slow fucking it's process. It's a slow process. But the man that stabbed his girlfriend at the campground here, he's already done. You, I, And it's not like Waukesha, Wisconsin has a big, large court system either. I know. And you would think high-profile cases would be Would go up. fast, right? Yeah. Uh, no, they always slow those down. They, I just, city's sake. I mean, it was pretty, as far as I can see, pretty cut and dry as far as the events took place, not the reason behind it. I mean, uh, is it evident? I mean, if it's evident that they were the two who did it, you have admissions on file. Mm-hmm. There's, in my opinion, no reason to hold it up in court. The, right. The, I think the more complex situation well, and was the victim the age. can ID them. Yeah, because yeah. the victim out, is a super, super, super figuring super out man. what to do with them at that age was probably the longest process. And they inevitably, as you already told us uh, a little bit ago, is 
declared them fucking uh, mentally unstable, and yeah. one of them can't have a life till she's fifty. Yeah. So. So both girls were offered plea deals, and uh, Anissa pled guilty immediately, which is so she pled guilty to the crime, and then the case actually still went to trial and then was found not guilty by mental disease or defect uh meaning she just wasn't mentally stable to withstand a trial so on and so forth Mm -hmm. so basically they she agreed to a plea agreement whatever uh she was remanded to i think it was winnebago mental facility uh where she would be basically carry out her sentence uh where Morgan accepted a plea offer, went to Winnebago as well, got diagnosed with schizophrenia, and said, no, fuck this, I want to go to trial. Goes to trial, and then was literally found not guilty by mental disease or defect, and sent right back to Winnebago. Really, really funny. So, literally... So, I had a problem. The, during the interrogations, the police, they said they like. The girls didn't ask, but they were not going to let their parents be there. And I, obviously it's legal if they did that and said that on record, but I don't think that should be. Like, I think with minors, it should be the same as a lawyer. Like, you should be able to request it any time and it can't be denied to you because they're your legal guardians. So I'm going to go into that a little bit more as far as uh, the defense strategy for for Morgan, because uh, that's really where it pops up as far as like, I want my parents to be here. No, you can't have your parents be here. Um, so Morgan accepted the plea offer, basically changed her mind, went back to court, pled guilty, found not guilty, that whole thing, and then was literally sent right back to Winnebago. Now, Anissa, in 2021, at the age of 19, sent a letter to the uh, judge in the local town, uh, basically just stating, hey, I'm sorry. I recognize the pain that I've caused for Peyton's family and the community. Uh, the judge basically said, okay, you've been in prison for what? They were 12, so seven years now. Uh, they put in the request for the release, but she was put into her supervision portion of the sentencing. At that point, she is now on 24-hour GPS tracking. She is not allowed to leave the county. She has limited monitored internet usage, prohibited to using any social media, and has to live with her dad until she's 37. That woman is never having a family. <laughs> like Probably not, no. I mean, like, unless it's... it's- Unless somebody it's the weird guy across the street. Yeah, and like yeah, one you know of those dudes I mean? who are also in their 40s and have never found love. And they're yeah. like... Uh, but could you imagine walking much, into... She's mine. Could you imagine walking into social media at the age of 37 for the first time? Because I mean, technically... So bad. Technically, they weren't old enough to have a social media account at 12. Technically. So I mean, I have a question. Yeah. So, at twelve, they committed the crime. How soon after that did they sign the plea deal? And could they even sign the plea deal? They were twelve or fourteen. You need someone to legally sign any kind of document. 
I bet the not lawyer was there for not when you're tried as an adult. Oh, is that, that so at impacts... that point? Can you go buy cigarettes too? Or... No. <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're tried as an adult, uh, you are making decisions for your adult life. So it's like thinking ahead in the future. Do you want to accept this plea deal where you can possibly get out when you're 37 and be released with no additional ties? Or do you want to try to go to trial and then get remanded to a mental facility until you're capable to stand trial, then go through trial. And at that point, you're 18, you can get 25 to life up to you. That's bonkers. It is pretty bonkers, especially at 12 years old. Yeah, right. I barely, I, I could barely decide what I wanted for lunch at 12 years old. I was old. not but, making good decisions at 12 years old. Let me yeah. tell you that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Center. she was just basically required to take her medication, <laughs> uh, will be escorted to counseling and must live with her father until the, uh, complete, until the complete release. Now, what's really funny about Morgan is she filed a same motion except her defense strategy was since she was convicted of a more serious crime, meaning that she got 40 years to life. Uh, she wanted to be tried as a juvenile, sent the letter in, got denied immediately from the judge within, uh, within 72 hours. You don't have that. Yep. And then her defense attorneys sent it directly up to the Supreme court. And they said, we're not even going to listen to you sent it right back and that was uh that was done in 2020 2021 the supreme court ruled that they just weren't going to even hear the case now their strategy for this is literally the statement uh well the police collecting statements before they're properly mirandized you can't technically mirandize a 12 year old or anybody who's a minor but in the in the tapes i heard i, I couldn't i was just audioing so I couldn't tell who was who, but one of the girls, when the second detective came in, he clarified that she was read her rights and she agreed to it. And then he reread her, her rights again. Yes, correct. <clears throat> I don't know who that was though. But in, again, in reality, you cannot Mirandize a uh, minor without a parent present. But they it's weren't going to let the parents be present. Because that's a loophole. This attorney was just basically a fucking dumbass. And he was trying to put something on paper to make it seem like the police did not do their job. Uh, and basically she was told to go fuck herself. And she remains in the mental facility where she will spend the rest of her 40 years or her life until she finds a better appeal. That's fucking crazy. And what's crazier is Morgan will never fully be off of the system. She will have random reevaluations for the rest of her life until the day she dies. So what happens when you're dangerous? My tax dollars are being used so well. Yes, sir. Where are the parents at? Like, I hate to be that guy, but like, there has to Where be like. It's you know? Wisconsin. They're at a Packers game. That's really funny. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. Crazy. One, of the, one of their dads was declared schizophrenic, so for all we know, he was locked up during this whole situation. That'd be kind of funny, wouldn't it? Crazy. Would you... I'm going to make a really bad transition. I, it's so bad, I need to apologize. Um, 
Man, that Peyton girl was like a super soldier, huh? Surviving all those <laughs> knife attacks. <laughs> oh, nice, nice rough segue there. I, that felt forced and uncomfortable. I, I second of it. I just thought it, it was pretty funny. <sighs> Russian lawmakers basically claim their army is up against biologically modified Ukrainian super soldiers. Captain Ukraine. I want to go home. Uh, they said that they've even like that's the whole story is that that's what they're saying but they said they even <laughs> tested the blood of Ukrainian POWs and they found evidence that proves they were genetically modified they don't say what that evidence is of course because it doesn't exist but it's it's there it's a thing okay hear me out let's say that somehow it's true there's evidence what happens does Ukraine get disqualified and Russia wins. What happens there? But here, here's the thing: it's not a war crime the first time you do it. Oh, everything is fair game the first time, and then everyone's like, "Whoa, whoa, that was too much. That's a war crime." So they're they're in the clear as far as I, I <laughs> I'm concerned. I I could almost I it's fake. I don't believe it, but I could see that the U.S. being like, "Well, we've been working on this. We could here's our super soldier. <laughs> we theorem. could test it and." Try it on your boys. I love that they were being, it says they were giving performance enhancing drugs. I mean, they've yeah. accused them of everything all the way up to like fucking black magic. So it says that they were completely neutralized of their last traits of human consciousness and turned into cruel and deadly monsters. <laughs> I wonder if they're talking about Azov Battalion. I wonder if that's what it is. Is it the battalion that has FN-2000s equipped to their bodies? That's really funny. I honestly kind of, like, and this is going to sound fucked up, and I don't mean it to be fucked up, but I have a lot of my own problems, and there are days where I forget that there is a war in the Ukraine, right? That's hilarious. And I think that's pretty relevant to, like, anyone's situation because it's so easy to forget about something when you're not like directly involved in it but i mean this has been these people's lives since february so i think about it a lot but i'm also currently obsessed with geopolitics but white i literally go white into people work. getting all wild and crazy <laughs> out there i literally go into work once a week and i ask tyler i'm like hey is ukraine what's, still at war what what's going on in the world what have I missed? You know, you know the only reason why Tyler even is up to date on the war is because of TikTok and JJ's new fake news to TikTok. Fake news. So, I listen to podcasts too. Thank you very much. I don't. I. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I've listened to two YouTube videos. Thank you very much. I'm well versed on Ukraine. Not really. Forty five minutes. A uh, couple hours. Couple hours. How do you talk hours about them doing steroids? Oh, that's <laughs> that's not the only thing. <laughs> Have you seen these makeshift drones they're making, where it's literally like a drone you'd buy at Walmart with a mortar? Like the most expensive piece of equipment is like the remote dropper literally their most remote release thing they have literally you don't need much more than that you can even make kamikaze drones that have bombs attached uh-huh. to them and fly them into someone's face and boom i saw crazy? the drone that has the cup grenade oh yeah i saw that that's really funny 
have you seen like they have they are they have these new the army's new light fighting vehicle they have a couple of those so yeah and apparently it's everyone in the army hates it because it's uh, it's a doom buggy with a fucking machine gun on the top of it for six men it's an unarmored atv with a fucking with a machine gun on it but it's still pretty cool i think it's because uh they lost so many humvees over in they afghanistan cheaper they need something a little bit cheaper and they can literally just make doom buggies out of steel all, all i'm saying is one angry jihadist with <laughs> half decent aim <laughs> like, a, game over big guy it's just a roll cage there's not even doors on the <laughs> nothing i mean yeah yeah i want to take credit for that because Five years ago, this is how we hunted coyotes. We would mount sniper rifles onto ATVs and run around shoot that coyotes in the night. So funny. That sounds pretty badass. I want to go. That's the most American thing I've ever heard on this podcast. Incorrect. Incorrect. Yeah. Oh well, actually, yeah. I don't know if I've heard if I told the story. Oh, the um, shooting hogs out of the helicopter in Charleston, South Carolina. That's pretty fucking American too. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, all, that's, all you, that's all you had to say. So yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought we talked about that. yeah. That was uh, one no of the more, that was one of the initiation weekends. I did not hit a fucking thing, but I got to shoot my AR-15 a lot. He so said, it was a lot of fun. I'll see your ATV and raise you a helicopter. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> it was, but you know what's really sketchy about it. It was one of those $20 helicopter ride helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't anything like nice or, you know, felt safe in. It was a. It wasn't a little bird. That's. <laughs> it, it was, it was a, it was a, hey, you want a free helicopter ride around the peninsula? You want to shoot AR 15 out of it? Let's do it. You can see the jagged sawzall marks where they took the doors <laughs> off. <laughs> you cut little holes just to stick your. your your muzzle out yeah that's, oh, that's uh, fucking bonkers yeah i've only went hog hunting twice and i never ever ever want to do it again josh zero hogs two yeah i'm gonna say yeah <laughs> honestly yes yes that, that pretty that's gnarly it was it was a lot of fun though i mean i would do it again and i'd do it again do you want to do you want to do your questions your survival scenarios or do you not have those sure. uh, yeah no i got questions i mean it's not really scenarios it's more of like maybe, a maybe. basic scenario based off of uh this show that i've been watching it's been a lot of fun did you just say they're not scenarios then describe it as a scenario uh <laughs> i apologize <laughs> the questions aren't scenarios the question is the Josh, whatever okay. you told me shut the, the hell up i'm just gonna do it right. whatever the surprise is just get on with it all right uh so basically just kind of set the scene and kind of give you underlay jj this one's for you by the way so i'm really yeah. excited to hear you talk some more because right now it seems like you're just sitting here listening it's always a live um, viewer it's a <laughs> pretty much right so uh the introduction to the scenario I know I said I wasn't, but I'm sorry. So Josh uh, is creating his own scenarios to the questions he found. No, I made these questions up uh, while we were on the beginning of the podcast. He was watching alone and said, that's cool. I wonder what the boys would do. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. 100%. Uh, and this is basically the scenario of alone on Hulu, which is so good. 
Uh, so basically, you're going to Secluded Islands. You'll compete against nine other individuals, just like uh, in the show. And it's completely off-grid. Nothing to utilize except what you find in or on the island. Uh, you're allowed to bring 10 things, ten tools with you, sorry, uh, to last as long as you possibly can. And you're not allowed to bring any type of entertainment, technology, or any other modern-day advancements. Uh, last one to leave wins. So instead of nine, it's going to be the four of us. And just honest opinions off of the questions and we'll probably do uh just one question at a time and then go around to kind of get what you know what your mindset is so with the introduction hopefully you guys understood that you get 10 tools and you guys should probably be thinking about those right now as i go over mine okay so coming into this what would you bring with you that's your first question um uh, Mine is pretty simple as far as what I would want to do. Uh, I just put in an axe, a, ha a handsaw, sleeping bag, fire starter, fixed blade. Uh, a, I'm sorry, a small fixed blade. First aid kit, machete, 12 by 12 tarp, 10 by 10 tarp, and a 20 pound fishing line reel. That's it. That's what, those are the 10 items I feel like I could last on the island with. And since JJ, you're our guest speaker, I want you to go next. All right. Very specifically, I need the Fiskers half moon machete. It comes serrated and has a half moon on it to grab and slice things with. That's my Leatherman picking my my Leatherman pocket knife, 150 foot of 5,000 pound paracord, a 10 by 20 tarp, a roll of chewing tobacco, and um eight gauge wire okay tyler you're next what's the eight gauge wire eight gauge wire for you can't tell you not yet oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> um mine's basically the same as your yours i feel like it's, i feel like there is a top tier list of items that there's not would, i feel what? like i feel like you need a hatchet you need a small fixed blade you need a saw like a wood saw i feel like you need a sleeping bag I feel like you need a fire starter. I feel like those are five things that are almost necessities to even have a chance. Okay, sure. Um, other than that, I like the 10 by 12 tarp. I would bring, hmm, what would I bring? Definitely some fishing line. Definitely the paracord. I think I have two items left. You do. I would bring, <clears throat> hmm, that's tough. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you need your vape to survive, Tyler. You, you know, you know what? Yeah, Can't take I'm your a, vape. I'm no technology <laughs> take <my> vape. <laughs> Um, I would bring. No, I'm not good at gardening. Fuck, I don't know. I'd bring a net. I think. I think okay. like a 12 inch net would do me good. And then my a last 12 inch one. net. Yeah. Big okay. Fish. Okay. Um, my last <laughs> item would have to be. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with just like a blade, like a standard two sided blade sharpener. Because I don't okay. know how to use rocks to do that. Sure. That's pretty good. Yeah. Nick? Well, um, going last, I feel like I'm going to say a lot of the same shit. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I have a um, a Bear Giles Gerber certified machete. So since I already own that, I'd take that with me. You say Giles. Yeah. Bear Giles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is it then? Gills. 
grills, I thought. Grills. Bear grills. Gills. <laughs> I don't know. Let's call them bear. Bear grills. Bear grills. That fucking fake ass so, Elmo. Not that's, uh, that um, is one item, and I am so proud of you. <laughs> Nine more, please. <laughs> Nine more. So yeah, machete, fire starter, tarp, paracord. Um, honestly, uh, three. <laughs> that's stupid. No, I'm not gonna say that. Um, I'm gonna go with the fishing pole too because that's gonna okay, hopefully right. give. I'm gonna. That's, ho- that's hopefully gonna give you you know reoccurring food. Okay. Um, you got to back up five steps. What? You said a fishing pole. Mm-hmm. You have 10 tools that come with you, and, and these tools are items. Your fishing pole comes with a rod and reel plus line. That takes up three items. Okay. I'm just going to say the fishing pole then. I, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. I'll make my own damn string <laughs> and hooks. <laughs> I'm going to bring a, uh, what do they call those? A forge. So that I can build tools and hooks out of the forge. <laughs> You're ruining this for me. I want you to know a that. Pickaxe, I so I can mine the forge. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said nunchucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, back on track. I'm gonna bring a fishing pole and at least fishing line and hooks. So that's three items. So I was at. Or was I at four? I think you're at seven now. Five, six, seven. Okay, so that's seven. Uh, Honestly, I'd bring like, um, like a big like cube of ration bars just to like kind of keep me sustained till I can Mm, start having food. You can't bring food at all. You can bring food. You can only bring ten tools. Ration right, food is a tool. That is not a tool. That is well, a that is a consumable item, which is food. You cannot bring that or fresh water. Why? Because oh, I make the rules. Straw. This is my scenario. What are you? Who are you questioning? I'm God right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I guess I'm not bringing ration bars. Um, and each bar would be one anyway, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't make sense, but okay. <laughs> when they come in a brick, I mean, you know. But when are you ever going to just be in a scenario where you can choose the exact 10 items you want? I don't know. Uh, so I'm at seven. I need two more. So I guess I'll go with a uh, two more, three more. Yeah. I've seen, I had eight on my mind. Um, one. I, I guess I'll do the fixed blade too because those are useful when you're cutting a fish up. Um, hey Nick, yeah. How about razor wire? I feel like that'd be a good one. Sure, let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. All right, Josh, just continue. I, I basically am bringing everything you guys are bringing in some okay. form or another. Except nothing is the same that you just said, but that's okay. Uh, okay, great. Anyway, uh, so moving into the next scenario, or the next question for this scenario, is uh, what is your first step to survival? Like, what is the first thing you're going to do to set up success on on the island when you land? Okay, um, do we are we able to like do we know anything about the island? Or we just dropped on a random coastline and said good luck. So it is. Uh, 
we can just do a tropical island, which is surrounded by salt water, uh, but it does have fresh springs and a waterfall. Where? Tropical tropical island. All right, Caribbean. Sure. All right. Are we on bikini atoll? We're in the Bahamas, <laughs> big boy. Um, I'll go first. Fuck it. Um, I feel like you want to like pick your location first, and then immediately get a fire started, because like you don't want to like I don't know. You want to be close enough to fresh water to where it's not a hassle to get water. But I feel like fire is your number one thing because it gets dark and it gets cold fast. Do you want more than that, or do you just want the first task? It's up to you. Uh, basically, this is this in your mind. You need to be creating like what your first day on the island is going to be like. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah. Pick the spot, ideally near, but not right on top of the fresh water. Get my fire started, uh, and then start on a one like a one night shelter like something just quick and easy for me to have some coverage be off the ground have some coverage from the the elements just for the first night because i feel like that's something that you might as well make something good if you're going to be there you know what i mean but you also want to secure food if possible on the first day like whether that be just like some vegetation that's edible or if you can i don't know build a snare and see if you can get a small game okay um how, how are you gonna build a snare how am i gonna build a snare mm-hmm. um what i'm going to do is uh, maybe not a snare exactly i could do i could maybe manage my way through like a what do they call it like a fall trap like a, a big rock sure. propped up on a stick with, yeah. <laughs> with, with something love that, yeah. near the stick, like a Wiley Cody <laughs> cartoon. I could probably manage that. But uh, you give I me enough that. time, I'll, <laughs> I'll try the snare. <laughs> okay. Oh, JJ, whenever you're ready. Um, I'm going to walk around the island for a little bit and find a north or southwest facing slope, get elevated, and make a camp there hopefully within 100 yards of fresh water that way the east storms coming off the ocean i'm shielded by the slope i fucking hate you why you hate me so much (laughs) i thought about it extensively for three minutes (laughs) Uh, then after that once i have secured a slope that will shield me from all elements from the ocean uh then i will start collecting fresh water and then Start scouting the area for game. Hopefully, there's some wild hogs. Okay, get you a deer. It's interesting so, that you that you chose a slope for your camping, um, as you know, even though you are on the west side, those east storms are still going to produce water, which will run down through your camp. A possible uh, scenario for a wipeout or a washout. Um, well, you said there's a waterfall, so it has to be some sort of rock slope, doesn't it? Yeah, and uh, can you tell me how you're going to build a campsite on a rock slope with no trees growing through the rocks? Why? Why you gotta do this? I'm in <laughs> a cave. I'll sit behind the goddamn waterfall. Use this tarp to direct the water. <laughs> so, so you're just assuming there's a there's a cave behind the waterfall? 
Have you ever played a video game? Baby, I told you I'm God here, okay? Josh keeps going, actually, you didn't hit me. Actually, (laughs) I have a shield. No, that's a, you know, very analytical assessment of where of where you'd be for sure i just don't think you're gonna last very long on 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 the side of a mountain or a hill or it has to be a mountain if it's gonna have a nice waterfall so well i want to be elevated above the beaches correct you don't have to you don't have to be on the mountainside though what i'm imagining is a strip of beach and then a section of jungle that you have to go through to get to the hill or waterfall or whatever i mean that makes the most sense to me as well and that's kind of what i was seeing like literally almost a witch's hat sort of type of island yeah cool uh great nick do you want to go well the first thing i'm gonna do is i'm gonna damn that waterfall and have a nice little reservoir okay Gonna, in your first day <laughs> i'm gonna build a hydroelectric oh like, my god i love this fucking power generator that the dam will power for me okay uh can you tell me how you're gonna build that yes i will find rare earth metals <laughs> and i will strip oh, them down into wire <laughs> i told you i'm bringing a goddamn forge with me okay mm-hmm. no in all seriousness now um I, I know I kind of I, I chinsed out on the items. One item that I thought about, I would like to have. You can't add it on. <laughs> I want to have a Dutch oven. That's all I'm going to say. I just want a Dutch oven. That's all I okay. want because I didn't finish my list because I gave yeah. up. So I want a Dutch oven. So. All right. What's a Dutch oven? Cast iron. It's not always cast iron. It can be ceramic. Like a pot. See, because like that's not my first point of reference when I hear the term Dutch oven. I'm just going <laughs> to. I don't think that's just me. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a, it, it's a, it, basically it's a pot that holds heat for long periods of time. So it will keep things warm. It's like a crock pot, but it, from the old days before we had electricity. Baller. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a it's fantastic. Pie. It's a container that can hold fluids very well and be heated for long periods of time. Can you heat it quickly though? Uh, not, no, not really quickly. So you couldn't it's like not, boil your water in it? You could, it would take a long period, of t- it would take a long time to get it up to that temperature, but he's also going to, unless it's cast iron, of course, it's going to have the issue of uh, possibly shattering in direct fire. Just in reality. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. God yeah. is cruel. God <laughs> is cruel. We'll call, it, we'll call it, we'll call it a pot, whatever, whatever. I just it, didn't know what it was. was. Yeah. <laughs> A pot that you cook noodles in, whatever. That that's my angle here is boiling water. Okay, boiling noodles. Because um, I I didn't bring away, uh, I didn't I didn't bring any iodine with me, so I can't I can't clean the water. Um, so naturally we have to go boilage. Uh, so first night, um, I kind of agree with Tyler. Establishing fire and warmth is a good thing too, but I think establishing shelter comes first then fire and then water so on my first day i'm going to try and establish a very temporary this is my first day this is what i need to get by if you have those three things you're going to survive your first day the next day you move into food start looking for ways to feed yourself um 
So that's that's kind of the approach that I would. Okay. I like it. Sounds good. Uh, so I'll go. I'll go last. So my first step, like my first day on the on the island, uh, my idea is to find a fresh water source. So most of your creeks or streams will lead out to the ocean, and you of course have that uh, point where salt and fresh water mix. And that will cause brackish water. So that's definitely tough. But you're going to basically want to find the freshest type of water. If there's a waterfall like we, like we discussed in this, I will definitely want to be close to that. So camp will probably be within, I'd say, a three-minute walk to the waterfall. Um, but first things first, I'm going to get there, scout the, the land, find a flat spot. And I'm going to set up a temporary shelter, just like everybody else does. Um, at that point, I will go ahead and uh, find fresh water source. And after we've collected fresh water source, we'll do fire. And then the next day, we'll you know move on to finding something more better to eat. I'm a fat guy, so I'm going to sweat. I need water. I it's think it would be it'd be funny if they dropped people like us with very it'd minimal, be hilarious minimal survival experience <laughs> if any at all like yeah. just what you've seen in movies you're like yeah yeah, yeah I know I that. Could do yeah. that yeah. yeah well what's really funny is uh, the next couple questions because these are not gonna I mean I would have to do it if I was in the situation but I don't in life. And never will probably. Uh, so the first question is, what are you going to do for water? So what I want to know in this is, what's your plan for water? Where are you going to store it? Is it going to be an as-needed basis? Are you going to have some type of storage facility, like container? or And how are you going to purify the salt water if needed or the fresh water? Uh, JJ, go first. Okay, let's go on. Um, hopefully, I've established a solid fire, and then I'm going to take a tree trunk and try to make a makeshift 30-gallon drum by charring the inside to make it waterproof, and that will be what I use to store water on hand, and the charcoal will add as a filtration system for it. You have a spigot in the bottom? Like a hole with a yeah. a plug. Is the top going to be open? I'm trying to imagine what you're imagining. Are you going to like cover it somehow? They'll be covered probably with the tarp mm -hmm. and good size rock. With the tarp, my good. Okay, I like it. I'll go next. Um, I didn't think about water. I was actually thinking about this, and everybody else was talking. I was thinking about what I would collect it in. And I didn't know that you could, I was thinking, I knew there was a way that I could waterproof wood, but I was going to have to trial and error that out. But JJ gave me that information. Thank you. Um, I would do as needed with a small wood, or if I could find maybe some soft stone to kind of out, you know what I mean? A small wood or stone bowl as needed, boiling it. And then do you have to boil rainwater? You no? don't have and to. Then, but is it recommended? Um, just to make sure the impurities are out, I mm -hmm. would I would personally do it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then I would try to do some kind of rain catch system with the tarp, but nothing too permanent. So I could use the tarp for other things also since I have 
the fresh water, but you can never have too much water. Nick? Yeah, so um, this might be a little out of order, uh, but for long-term water storage, if there are any indigenous animals on the island, which hopefully there would be, and in this scenario, if there was, I know there are certain hides that can store water, kind of like a homemade canteen type of deal. So, I mean, over a period of time, I would probably try and implement that as some form of long-term storage. But in the beginning, it would definitely be just an as-needed type of scenario. If you have the tarp, you know, you could do easily collect rainwater if you set it up properly. And, you know, but that's only a small basin for a short period of time it's not going to keep the water clean for very long so. does does water water doesn't stay clean right like it, it, gets, it gets stagnant yeah. so like in jj's setup it would stay clean but like if you were to dig a hole or hollow out a tree trunk and then line your tarp with it and fill it with boiled water like you boiled water put it in there how long would that be good for it's gonna be like if you cover it, it'd be it's just like drinking a bottle of water. Uh-huh. But okay, but, but if, if it's uncovered, if it's uncovered, you know, even and... even if in JJ's situation, uh, because he's hollowing out and burning it inside of a tree trunk, it's activated charcoal, but it's not going to filter all the water. Yeah. Activated charcoal is only going to filter the water that touches it and passes through the activated charcoal. If he puts a spigot in the bottom or a hole that's cut out. It's not going. Not all the water is not going to pass through activated charcoal, which can still make them die of dysentery. <laughs> I'm That's not worried about that because, as a child, I drank downstream of 300 cattle, so I'm not fucking worried about it at all. Dysentery. Look, you're looking at patient zero, buddy. <laughs> Hate you. Uh, okay, I'll go last. Uh, for water, basically, I'm just gonna do fresh water only. Uh, no rain catch, no uh, salt water. And the main source of filtration I'm going to utilize is going to be boiling. Uh, however, for like storage system, hopefully I find something on the beach. It's been washed up because, you know, we put a lot of plastic in the ocean. So I'll find hopefully some type of jug or something of that nature that we can uh, utilize if not it'll just be a hole in the ground with uh, a tarp laid over and then covered with a uh, river stone rock or something of that nature um, if I can make it to the waterfall and be close to it I'll just use that won't really have to worry about storage for water because it'll be constantly available uh, but something that I found out which was pretty cool uh, if you utilize sphagnum moss it filters out your water so if you can't start a fire because it's rainy or whatever you just won't be without water so uh that'll be my backup plan for filtration cool that's beautiful thanks uh okay so this is going to be focusing on the food aspect what is your what's going to be your food of choice or your your protein of choice uh, it can only be one animal or one species or whatever. Um, and how do you uh, how do you go about obtaining that protein? 
Tyler, you go first. Uh, <clears throat> um, Remember see, the items that you selected as well. That, that's what I was going to... I forget a lot of them, to be honest with you. But <laughs> I know I got... Uh, <clears throat> okay. So I'm, I'm going to go with fish just because I, I feel like the most confident in that and I have the most items like to accommodate that. But, you know, small game is good. But So I have... <clears throat> I would try setting up traps with the net to get small bait fish and then use like the small minnows or whatever to as bait for my fishing line use a just a, a nice stick for a pole and I feel like I don't know how to make a hook but I imagine I could trial and error my way into one because I, I know you can do wood hooks, right? They don't they're not they don't last very long. They're like one one use type of deals, but you can keep making them. Um, and if if the opportunity arises, like if there are larger fish swimming close to shore, freshwater or saltwater, I might try my hand at making myself a handy spear and spear fishing it out. Um, yeah, that's. I'm not a big fan of fish, but. You know, we got to deal with what we got to deal like with. I like it. <laughs> no, uh, no BB gun in the back of a paddle boat. Exactly. And All that right. didn't even work out for us. So no, it didn't. Know. It jumped right out. Uh, JJ, go. All right. So I'm close to natural water. I'm checking the mud for hoof prints to see if there is mammals. Those are probably the easiest to get to because they're on the ground. If not, then I'm looking for fruit and nut trees with fresh bird droppings around, and I would focus on fowl to keep myself alive. And how I would probably go about it, how I'd probably go about it is I would make a, uh, not a boomerang, it's a boo. It's called a buoy where you tie four or five small stones together with your paracord and you swing around basically like a David and Goliath scenario, and you can throw it, and it's basically a mini hand-thrown shotgun. Yes. I like uh, it. That, you think of things I never even in a million years would do. That's, that, that, actually, that weapon is actually utilized for birds because it tangles up in their, in their wings to prevent them from flight. Not going to work on ground animals, though. Not going to work on ground animals, but I'm using that if I can't find ground animals. What are you okay, gonna, but- how are you going to get your ground animal? I'm going to get my ground animals. I'm going to do a one-man deer push where I'm going to take the time, find where they naturally drink water, and I'm going to create barriers of sharp sticks, and I'm going to funnel them in that area, and they'll run into those sharp sticks. All right. Uh, And uh, about how long do you think that's going to take you? Oh, it's probably going to take at least a week. Okay. And how long do you think you go without food? Uh, Well, when I was running on the bin crew, I could live – 18 days off nothing but hot dogs and chips. So I'm pretty sure hot dogs is a very high source protein. It's not. It's the shitty subway ones at 3 a.m. They're not that good. They're not sustainable. They're not good, but they are protein. And to keep your body going, calories and protein are what you need. There's plenty of natural forbs around. You can eat roots and things like that. All right. You better get to making that salad pretty big. Honeysuckle is very high in calories. All right. Nick? Yeah, fish. Um, <laughs> I I spent three of my items on a, on a fishing <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with 
the fishing line and the. Can you uh, can you tell me how uh, you plan to hook these fish per se? You can snag them. <laughs> snag well, them. I brought hooks and I brought line, so I can hook them. Um, now, ideally, you want something on the end of that hook. So, guess we're digging for earthworms. Okay. Uh, and I'm I'm sure if I was a, a smarter fisherman, I'd probably know about some like life hack where you could use like a ball of grass or something to trick them into coming to to see you. But at that at that stage, um, yeah, I'm gonna focus all my efforts on trying to get some fish on the fire. I feel like you could use any big bug, right? Like, yeah, bugs. Uh, anything yeah. you could hook, like something's gonna go for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just have to remember that we are in salt water, so our fresh water is leading to salt water, meaning there's not gonna be any freshwater fish. You'll have mostly saltwater fish that swim in the brackish areas, but you're not gonna have saltwater species as far as. Um, swimming downstream or anything where we would be uh you're gonna want to focus mostly on saltwater fish and that's why it was so funny you said a 12 inch net because yeah i was thinking freshwater fish yeah 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 most of your uh most of your saltwater fish are gonna be tuna or salmon close to you and that's gonna be pretty tough to catch them in a 12 inch net (laughs) uh i'm gonna be focusing on fish as well but see i didn't grab hooks because i thought I was too smart for hooks and I'm the only one that has a sleeping bag so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the uh, needles out of my first aid kit and I'm going to bend them into hooks and uh, that's what I will use for my hooks. I feel like a first aid kit is more than 10 items. Uh, a first aid, first aid <laughs> kit is a first aid kit. That's a tool that I'm bringing with me. But see, Nick wants I would argue a the fiberglass. Line, the fishing line and fishing pole are a, a tool. They're the not. hooks I could see, but you if never I use go one to without Walmart, the I can get the whole fishing pole for 20 bucks. And the line yep. and the hook are already attached. Mm-hmm. But, probably it's still, but it's still counting against me. This feels right. fake. It's not fake. You have a fiberglass pole instead of a wooden stick. It's <coughs> the point, I guess. Yeah. Well, real quick. Yeah. Since there's a waterfall, there has to be a cliff edge. Yes. So I'm going to take my Fisker's machete, which can cut down eight inch trees. And I'm going to line and make a makeshift fence. That way I can chase animals like a Navajo Indian over the cliff so uh-huh. they die. And that's how I'll get my protein. That is that so funny. Come. Um, question. Couldn't JJ's alternative weapon also work on the small game? Like, it's not like as guaranteed as birds because it's not going to trip them up. But I've seen JJ kill four <laughs> different small game animals with a rock. So, like, I, just, I feel like with my own eyes, I've seen this happen. And one with a blunt object. So, I mean, if he can just get a really good stick. I feel, I feel like it would also I will work. find a rock of my choice and I can kill small vermin all fucking day long. I'm good. If he told me he could take down a small doe with a rock, I would believe it. 
I was just what you just what you to know that. Like <laughs> Vermin and Small Game are gonna be a little different as far as the way that those those things will operate. Like killing a possum, okay? You you hear me, JJ? Killing a possum is not like chasing after a rabbit with a stick. <laughs> no, the rabbit is the rock. Okay, okay, you're gonna you're gonna throw. Uh, by all means, I don't give a fuck. You can hit a stick, you can throw a rock. I don't give a fuck. You can do whatever you want. Listen, that groundhog, that groundhog was bigger than most rabbits I've seen. It took one good shot from rabbits the rock. are fast though. Groundhogs are not. Okay, I couldn't outrun a groundhog. Yeah. Last uh, last question. How long do you guys think you would would last? Like realistically, with your current skills, no like hypothetical skills. Just your current skills. How long do you think you'll last on the island? Eight months. And that's the end of our show. Thanks for coming tonight. Because <laughs> that was a fucking joke. All right. Um, I believe you, JJ. I do. Tom Hanks made it four years. So. I believe JJ. He's not all talk. Um, he, you got to remember, he's by himself. I would say JJ thrives by himself. Um, uh, like you think he does. I would say three to four, two to three weeks. I'm going to go two to three weeks. Okay. Nick? Uh, Seventeen days. Okay. <laughs> yep. Seventeen days. All right. That's where I'm at. I would say 90 days. Three months. 90 days. Uh, that that's as long as I feel like I could I could actually make it. Now, that's also forcing myself to eat stuff I don't eat. I do not like fish. I do do not like mushrooms. I do not like eating grass. You don't think like, that's going to weigh on your morale, though? It definitely would. But I also uh, I also would just sleep most of the time. To be honest with you, <laughs> just sleep. You know what? I'm gonna catch up on my sleep. <laughs> so I'm stranded on an island. I can't go to work. So I was gonna sleep. Well that was sleep. uh, that was pretty much it. All I had. I just wanted to, you know, I've been watching that show and it's been a lot of fun watching and thinking of different ways that you can kind of go about things and things that you would bring with you. And um, I've seen way too many people cut their fucking hands off with an axe. That so that that first aid kit, uh, number one priority. <laughs> That's really really funny. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. That's whatever's great. next. Okay. <laughs> I liked okay. it. That was a good hypothetical. What, buddy? I know that I can outlast Josh. I know that by far I can outlast Tyler. I may <laughs> have problems with Nick, but I'm pretty sure I can outlast him. Once I've outlasted you three, then I'll probably just shoot myself. Or swim into the ocean till I drown. But, but you but win. You're getting now. You're getting now. You win. Yeah, you win. I, I just, think I think it's a tap out time, not a die, not a death time. <laughs> yeah, like like in just reality, like the real the real experience is going to come from what you the ingenuity that you have as far as making your surroundings viable for you to to live and thrive in that environment the biggest problem that 
you see everybody have is in the show is being by themselves for so long. Like I know, I I know you think that you're going to be okay with it, but you don't realize how much social interaction you actually have throughout a day. Even if you, if you're like JJ, who's a, a six year old man stuck in a 19 year old, year old's body like that is so fucking like funny. uh you're still going to miss that that social interaction we have jobs we go to the gas station we go to grocery stores we talk to people we do podcasts we do stuff like this this is a social interaction it's fun for us so i call bullshit i was homeschooled i don't need friends i'm good you were homeschooled by your parents yes all right, there you go. There's just, social interaction. They just sent him, out, sent him out to the woods every day. <laughs> Homeschooled himself. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, boys, this has been a great time so far. Thanks for letting me uh, do some, being, some extra, part of the... extra talk in this show. I love that. I love it. You guys want to talk about this... Uh... The most recent mass shooting. It's not even the most recent at this point, but the one that's the talk of the town right now. I wouldn't even call it a mass shooting. Okay, an attempted mass shooting? Yeah. I mean, three people died, which is probably one too many, but... I think four is the number for mass shooting, though. Comparatively to how it's been going, could have been a lot worse. So go on. Oh, I had to cough. I'm sorry. Uh, Basically, I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to find the date. Sorry. It was in the Indiana mall. There's a gunman who entered with uh, three guns, two AR-15 style rifles and one Glock handgun uh, and more than 100 rounds of ammunition. Basically, he entered the food court and opened fire and uh, they said (laughs) killing three. Is that what you said? Yeah, he killed. Uh, when I four. read it, when I read it, there was three, and one person was critical. So the fourth person mm-hmm. could have passed in the hospital. Uh, and he was shot by a good Samaritan who was armed before he could do any more damage. And I sent you guys a picture of this of a the rendition of how like how far away he was. He was something like 40, 45 yards away, I think. And he just just dropped the dude. Yeah. And the the good Samaritan's name is Elijah. That I don't think that's not it. It's Elise. What is it? How would you pronounce that? I have no idea. I was shaking my head at uh, JJ because he was over here pointing to himself like a Elijah. It's E L I S J S H A. Elisha. Elisha. Yeah. Elisha Dickens, shopping with his girlfriend and. He was legally carrying his Glock, and he said he uh, <laughs> neutralized him within two minutes. Many more people would have been sh- would have uh, died last night if not for a responsible armed citizen that took action very quickly within the first two minutes of the shooting. Greenwood Police Chief uh, said at a conference on Monday. What do you guys think about this? I think it's a wonderful thing, and it's the it is the break so to say, that gun ownership has needed. It's been a while since we've had one of these. Yeah, because obviously it's been in such negative light lately, but this is one of the rare occasions where you can point to it and say it did something positive. It 
prevented a goddamn massacre from yeah the last one i can think of being in the news was when it happened that church in texas was yeah I don't know, four or five years ago maybe well texas is just posting all sorts of delicious yummy shootings this year haven't they they uh they, they, they need help right now i don't know what's going on in texas but yeah all the guns don't you know yeah safest place in america is texas just ask uh just ask anyone but um no, I think this was a uh, good example of the narrative going in a positive direction for once. Do you guys? What do you guys? I mean, do you guys obviously? What do you guys think of the of the that narrative though? That like more guns, more people armed will stop this. Was like, he a was he a licensed concealed carrier? He was carrying legally. There's the talk about that is the gun, the mall. There's a note as a gun-free zone, but uh, Josh knows a lot about that. Can you speak on that, please? I sure can. Um, so gun-free zones are required by certain uh, laws, and they're dictated by that as far as courthouses, churches, and government buildings. So all three of those are uh, buildings where a licensed concealed carry um yeah, a licensed concealed carry citizen is not permitted to enter or enter the building with their firearm uh, in their possession. What about an unlicensed? Unlike, uh, yeah, that's what <laughs> that's how we get mass mass shooters. Um, so, with that being said, uh, you can purchase additional uh, signs, which will per, you know per, make your business or location uh, a gun free zone. However, those signs have very, very high regulations as far as the way that they are posted, how high they are from the ground, the size of the sign, and uh, the color and dictation of the sign. So, quick question. Yeah. If you overregulate it, like if you go well beyond what's regulated, is is that okay? No. Or is that not okay? That's not okay. If you had like a whole wall, like your whole entrance wall was this Mm -hmm. gun-free zone sign, it'd be out of regulation, so it's not applicable. Correct. That's crazy. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, regulations, but like... Well, I mean, that's why if you you go to a courthouse, okay, the courthouse will have on their front door that this, you know, no firearms. And that sign sorry i couldn't figure the word i was looking for that sign that, that thing yeah that sign is the legal uh requirement for it to be a gun-free zone the height the distance from the ground to the bottom of the sign the color of the sign the transparency of the sign the way that the wording is set on the sign that is the legal requirement for the dictation of that sign to make it a gun-free zone it's just like a speed limit sign. I can go put a speed limit sign right outside. I can buy one offline and put the speed limit is 25. But if it's not commissioned by the state or recognized by the state due to the required sign specifications, it doesn't mean shit. That's really funny. I mean, so it's a, yeah, uh, it's the same thing. And nine times out of 10, when there is a no concealed weapons uh, permitted on the property or no weapons on the property or whatever nine times out of ten they're they're not correct it's a it's a threat 
There's nothing that they can do to persecute you for carrying your firearm on a property if the sign is not in regulation. So you have to know the regulations to know if the sign is correct. Yeah. Nick, are you awake? Yeah, buddy. Okay, Bye. just making sure. I saw you. You're you're getting mighty comfortable over there. I just wanted to oh, make yeah. sure. No, we're good. Um, I I have this thing where like, do what are the do you know what the numbers are like roughly for concealed carry people holders users in the United States? A lot. I mean, but like they average many? they average uh, one in three. Now I know I know most like okay. I don't know. I just feel like the good guy with a gun doesn't happen. No, it it doesn't. And the reason it doesn't is because there's stigma behind every state has different laws. Right. Ohio, most training is going to be emphasized to leave, not, you know, depends on it. But it takes a certain kind of person to take the initiative and go, I'm going to go take care of this threat myself and not get myself to safety. It just depends on your state. I'm licensed to, I'm licensed to carry my firearm in South Carolina. South Carolina is a stand your ground state. Meaning that if somebody is in immediate danger, I'm allowed to protect somebody's life. Right. But I'm saying not everyone's going to do that. Correct. Not everybody's going to do that, but it, they, in their training, like it's different. It's just going to be different. And the training that I received in South Carolina is not the same training I received in Ohio. Ohio is a doctrine, well, it was a doctrine, uh, or how the castle doctrine is what is what we utilize here. Meaning, I have a, I have I think a. We're standing your ground now. Well, we are once we did the uh, constitutional carry, or yeah, constitutional carry. But at that point, when I first got my concealed carry, we were a castle doctrine. Meaning, I had a legal obligation to retreat unless it, they were in my car. Uh, within immediate danger to myself or somebody around me or they break in or they're on my property or in my, in my home in South Carolina, it's stand your ground, which it is here now too, meaning that I have every right to protect me, myself, or well, myself, my family, my fellow citizens in the community and also property. Meaning if somebody breaks into my car, they turn around and have a gun, I can shoot them. But do you think it is, and I want, I want all three of you to answer this, please. Do you guys think it is the, it's like, it doesn't happen around people who are armed or there are people who are armed that don't react more, which is the more likely scenario, do you think? People who are armed that don't react. I, I'm the same people who are armed that don't react. If I'm carrying it's, it's the initial adrenaline rush that takes over of move out of the way, secure safety and assess before the immediate jump in the action. It's the normal human reaction. There are just certain people that don't have that, that they first look at danger and immediately engage it. Right. But like, if it's you and Morgan, you're you're getting your boat, you're getting your, you and her out of there. And yeah. I feel like, by that time, by the time it takes you to remove yourself from the situation, it's not necessarily worth going back because the police response, that's inevitable. Yeah. Unless, and I mean, I guess it's very, there's a very nuance to that. There's, it's like, it depends on the situation. It's very situational. What do you think about that, Nick? (laughs) (laughs) 
Nick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you think about that? Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. I concur. You sounded so alert the last when I just asked you. Oh, I knew once you laid down, buddy. I it's kind of like a hybrid position. I'm still sitting. Actually, I'm actually sitting from the waist down. I have it's, a, it's my back that's leaning. No, I'm good. I have some statistics. I like my, I've heard, I got my power nap out of the way, so we're good. I've heard because I've heard like one of the big talking points is the good guy with the gun doesn't exist. That doesn't happen, and it obviously does. It's just not very frequent, and I'm kind of I'm kind of curious as to why. I, I kind of agree with you guys. I think I think. It's more likely there are people armed that are not reacting, that are more self-preservating themselves and their family or following whatever training they receive, which is to, you know, retreat from the threat. Well, that in Ohio CCW, a lot of the instructors are still mainly because their whole, I guess, curriculum around it was the self-preservation of you have to retreat and they have to push before you can legally take that action. So a lot of our CCW training still revolves around that. You need to preserve yourself and your immediate people around you before you can take action against that threat. Even though the laws have upgraded, a lot of our instructors and curriculum are still rounded around that certain concept of action is not your first move. Mm -hmm. I feel like, okay, I feel like for your basic self-defense training, like your privatized citizen like joe smoke getting their ccw that's probably smart it's not you don't think you you know what i mean but if you have more incumbent training like you're a police officer or ex-military or whatever the like is then maybe you're more you'll be more likely to respond but uh, i mean and in this situation we're referring to i can kind of see that because like you're in a open area food court of the mall where are you really going to retreat that's not just a easy lane of fire you know what I mean? But I have some statistics. Um, this is from like an FBI study on mass shootings. And it says in 21 incidents, 13% of the situations ended after unarmed citizens successfully detained or restrained the shooter. Uh, and then in five incidents, 3.1% uh, of that was armed individuals who were not law enforcement personnel. And then like an even lower percent of 1.3% was like off duty police officers. I just think that's interesting. And I think that's the data is skewed by school shootings a lot on this one with it being more unarmed, like unarmed uh, civilians being the highest percentage of people who stop the mass shootings who are not police officers. It does note that in 11, in 11 of these incidents it involved unarmed principals teachers and other staff and students who confronted the shooters and nine of those 11 were students at the school so was, i think that's like i said skewed by mass by school shootings but it's still interesting but that's what we see a lot of is school shootings and yeah. that's gonna what the, that's gonna be what they're gonna be pulling that information from so they're gonna be unarmed because they're trying to use that to arm the teachers as far as those who are willing to carry. I think this encompasses every mass shooting from 2000 to 2013 in this study. But 
this Elijah guy, he didn't just have a CCW. He wasn't just your normal Joe Schmo who has his gun with him. He had to have slightly more training or a, an extensive background in shooting. I'm fairly confident in my shooting, but I can't put eight shots in a 10-inch circle, eight out of 10 shots in a 10-inch circle at 40 paces. I can't do that. Even it's pretty on insane, the day where it? I'm practicing. Yeah, I that's a special boy. Wasn't he? You guys spent a lot of time. Josh, didn't you say he was a marksman? He had to be a marksman. Yeah. Forty paces, yeah. eight out of ten. That's you an eighty percent. That's an eighty uh, percent. Yeah, but you claimed it the other day in the chat as if it were fact. I'm asking you now: is that a fact, or were you just saying that? I was just saying that. Do we have any background on the guy? It's not. It's not being released due to. Uh, the investigation. The investigation. But the only thing I've seen is a comment about how he spent a lot of time on the range. I feel like he probably was a three-gun competition shooter, something where speed and accuracy are what you're judged upon, something like that. Even if he was in a small league, that kind of training would represent his action, things like that. I mean, 8 out of 10 is phenomenal. I have a I have a pretty tight grouping and I literally I don't even feel comfortable. I probably would have hit every single thing standing behind him. Around him. I, I would be considered <laughs> a second gunman. That's what... <laughs> the bull the bullets would have phased through him. That's how fucking bad I am. It's okay, just to go back to the data one more time, because I just saw this. Forty five percent of these shootings were at commercials and twenty four percent were at educational and the rest is uh, other things like office spaces, uh, houses of worship, and things like that. I just think it really shows how much the data is skewed. That while it is second place, it is almost half as frequent as commercial spaces like malls and parks and stuff like that. That yeah, the players' malls been having a rough time the last couple of years. Yeah, they have. And Gosh, Tuttle this year. What would you have done if there was a mass shooting while you were a mall cop? While I was a mall cop, yeah. I would go home. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Like, I like, uh, you know, you know that little segue that we had? I'd be right out the door. Gonzo. Gonzo. 15 those, miles per hour. Those bitches get pretty quick, so. See, look, in the movies, the security guard and the mall cops always get killed first, even though they're usually not even a threat. Me, when I was working security... I'm not even taking a punch for this job. I want you to know that. Were you armed? You're not going to. No. I was unarmed on uh, uh, both places I worked. No, I'm not even taking a punch. Do you want to? I'm sorry. I'm, am I going to get a raise for stopping no. a crime? <laughs> no. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, you're doing your job at that point. We are security theater, preventative measures. That's And that's really what it is. And that's why you get taken out first. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, literal you are. You are the first person to call the police. Definitely. You're the yeah. first line of defense. Yep. Uh, now, in this in this situation, uh, I have struggled with it with an actual incident, and I just I don't know. Sometimes I feel like uh, I preserve human life over the altercation. I know if I know that if the situation was like at me like where you were where like, you yeah. yeah yeah it would be it would be a different situation but uh yeah that was i mean to be honest stealing some 
property or trespassing should not be a death sentence in my in my opinion stabbing me with a rusty fucking ice pick was a death sentence uh, that is a fair one i'd say but uh yeah i don't know it doesn't happen enough i think it happens it probably happens more than is reported i would imagine but it doesn't happen mm. enough bonkers you guys want to do assholes you just want no. to do trivia and bounce out this bitch let's bounce out this bitch it's been about three hours has it really it we are at 1 30 right now what's our time nick he has no idea. Yeah, we can't see that, but uh during oh. yeah. It's been a hell of a day. We can I mean we can skip trivia if you guys just want to end it like JJ this. wants to do trivia. I can see him smiling over here. We can do trivia. It's fine. Who's asking? Porn stash JJ is. Do you want to ask? Is that what you trivia. want? Yeah. Or did you want to participate in trivia? I want to participate. That's really funny. Yeah, I, don't I, I figured I figured that's what he that's what he wanted. So then who's hosting trivia? Do neither of you want to host trivia? I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, I'll entertain I'll us with a, with a story while Nick does this. Tell us your take on government cheese, unless you have something more interesting. Government okay, wait. Cheese? Before you go to government cheese, tell us about your cow that killed itself, because I feel like that was an interesting part of the podcast. I... Was doing chores one winter day, and I put a bale in the feeder. I went back to the lot to get another bale, and by the time I came back, there was a cow that just decided she would no longer want to be a part of life, and she hung herself in the headlocks. So I did the responsible thing, and I cut her head off, and I hosted her with the loader and processed her that day. And now you eat that cow. What was her name? Her name was Curly. R.I.P. Curly. Okay. She was, she was an angel. I love yeah. her. So what's your inside scoop as a as a farm guy on the cheese industry? Um, my family is dairy farmer and it is it's that thing we can't control, but we let the government do it because they pay us. When COVID hit and all of the all of our milk goes to make sour cream for Chipotle, when <laughs> COVID hit I had Chipotle for dinner today. <laughs> you, ate, you ate milk from my dairy farm. <laughs> Thank you for um, your contributions. <laughs> when COVID hit, we That's had to dump a bunch of milk, and the government called up and said, "Did you dump milk?" We said yes, and they said, "Well, we'll uh, we'll write you a check to keep you guys alive." Okay. Um, okay. Two two things before we get to the check part. One, do you think that that is kept local? Like, would do you think that your Chipotle sour cream would go to the closest processing plant? which would then go to the closest Chipotle's or do you think it's shipped wherever? Ours stays within the tri-state area. Ours is specifically for Ohio, Michigan, and Indiana. That's the pretty, processing plant is um, southwest of here. That's pretty cool. It's bonkers, it's bonkers to me that Chipotle is a large enough conglomerate that they have farms specifically making milk just solely for their sour cream. Well, that's because our farm is not free range but none of our animals are kept in a barn they are year-round grazing where they're on a pasture for eight hours of the day and then they come in and get milked and therefore that's how chipotle says free range milk is used that is hilarious and then so like did they make you dump milk or did you just you just dump like you have to dump the extra that doesn't get sold before it's 
there there is a 12 hour time window we have to have milk sent to the processors within 12 hours and when covid shut down no one was buying milk and the processor wasn't buying milk we had to dump it but cows still have to be milked for their health twice a day right because so, they get like yeah like clogged ducts and yeah so we just we're dumping all of that into our manure tanks and the government a week later said well you just keep a note of how much you do and we'll just keep writing checks till COVID ends. Um, I bet that smelled wonderful when they were in raw milk. So raw, I mean, not raw, but expired milk. Um, now, don't don't incriminate yourself, but is it common to fudge those numbers, you think? Like in your experience, is that... And how much can you get away with? I, I guess I imagine it would be averaged. Like if you're averaging, let's just say a thousand gallons of milk, and then all of a sudden you're averaging, well, we dump five thousand gallons of milk. I feel like that's a red flag. Yeah, I feel like you could. It really. We had to document what we did, but because they have our weight tickets, they went back ten years and they just averaged ten years worth of weight tickets and wrote us a check that way. For what would be the average for however yeah. many months or whatever? And they they averaged. 10 years so that was already low than what we were doing and then they gave us the lowest price in that 10 year span that's fucked of course (laughs) yeah but like i don't even remember what the price was back back then but let's say it was a dollar for a gallon of milk but back in 2006 it was 30 cents they wrote us a check for 28 cents that's amazing one more small thing JJ, this is a tidbit. JJ couldn't buy ivermectin at the peak of COVID because all the people were buying it up and using it on themselves. I I could not buy any drug without a written prescription from a veterinarian, whether it was any kind of dewormer or penicillin, any kind of antibacterial drug. I had to call the vet and the vet had to special order it for me. Wow. Isn't that bonkers? So if I had a cow dying and I needed drugs, I couldn't just go and get it. It took three days to receive yeah, it. Yeah, it's because all the all the human animals were picking up <laughs> all the fucking tranquilizers just, that you give to fucking farm animals. Idiots. I just I'm one eighth the weight of a cow, so I just need to take one eighth of the dose. And <laughs> there was one couple who like said that they had the uh, what was the uh, the over-the-counter drug that they were originally telling people to take. It wasn't over-the-counter, it was, but they said it could help uh, lessen the symptoms of COVID. Was it? I thought it was ivermectin was the only one I knew of. Um, uh, ivermectin. Draxin. It was Draxin. And then, I don't know, there was another. But anyways, one of them was like horse medicine. That's or- ivermectin. Okay. But it can also be used in cattle and hogs. Okay. So this couple had some because they kept horses. They're like, they read, they saw it on TV and they're like, oh, we've already got that shit. So they take the shit straight, fucking inject themselves (laughs) with it. (laughs) And it it fucking killed the dude and it hospitalized the woman. She survived. And she's getting on there telling interviewers in the news that Donald Trump told her it was safe, so they decided to use it. 
However, <laughs> they had they had a dose that was made for a horse, not for humans. Okay. President Trump, please okay. save us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's your there's your little fun tag along story for that bullshit. That's um, I've I've got this whenever. Okay, we're ready. that's I'm re- that's all I wanted was the that. Yeah. So uh, JJ, we'll kick off with you. Since you're our guest, uh, then we'll go Tyler, then Josh. It's first to three. You're allowed. You're allowed to stay. Uh, steal the question. So, JJ, if you miss this question, it'll roll right over to Tyler. If Tyler misses it, it'll roll right over to Josh. So on and so forth. All right. So the first question: Groups of lions are known as what? A pride. Very good, JJ. Off to a fiery start. Tyler, how many pairs of wings does a bee have? Pairs of wings? I want to say two pairs. Four wings. That's like Four, two you sets. You got it. Each side, Stop yeah. talking. <laughs> you know, they shouldn't be able to fly. Stop, stop, <laughs> before, <laughs> stop before you talk your way out of knowing the correct answer. <laughs> All right, Josh, Kodiak Island is in which U.S. state? Only so many states can. Sorry, I was muted. That's really funny. Arkansas. Negative. Ghost Rider. Alaska. JJ coming in hot with the two-pointer. That's what I meant. I knew that one. Well, this is actually, this is JJ's actual turn, so he might just win it right now. He might just win it. That can't be fair. Right? Give him a fifth grade question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, JJ, what was the first state in the United States of America? Virginia. No, Tyler. Mm. Uh, Massachusetts. No, Josh. Delaware. Yes, good job. Two to two uh, to one. All right, Tyler, it's your actual turn now. I was. I should... Which email service is owned by Microsoft? Outlook, Live, yeah. Hotmail. But the, but the thing is, Live and Hotmail turned into Outlook. It's currently Outlook. I'm going to give that to you because, yes, it's Outlook, and you did eventually say Hotmail. So Tyler, another, There was another one, too. I forget. They, were, they had three at one point in time. You, you have two now. You're tied with JJ. Oh, I'm going to win it. Josh, we are moving on to you, so you can attempt to tie this up. All right. Josh, what is the largest ocean on the planet? Fuck. Don't they touch each other? Isn't it one big ocean? Shut the fuck up. Uh, (laughs) The Pacific. Good job. Oh, it's gotta, all tied we, up. Gotta, we got a three-way tie. Oh, God. So it's back to JJ. He could win it now. Should I add tense music? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. on the back end, you can do that. Um, how many bones do sharks have in their bodies, JJ? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's my same thought. <laughs> oh, I feel like I, I've, watched, I've watched so many... How watched, many bones in a shark's body? Yep. I watched Shark Week. I'm going to go 262. Not even close. 23. Uh, Tyler, is that your guess? <laughs> <laughs> that is my guess, yes. Wrong. Okay. Joshua. 
Sharks do not have bones. Correct, sir. What the fuck kind of bullshit is that? Fuck you guys. You <laughs> fucking thought. JJ, you're a little bitch. <laughs> like, I, look, my thought process was Nick said it's crazy. It's probably some crazy low number. That's, that's <laughs> it, it, was, it was zero. <laughs> zero, yeah. yeah. It's I, crazy as in they don't uh, have any. Yeah. You're going to fuck just... me? Can you ask first next time? <laughs> <laughs> all right do we want to do you want to do a sudden death i'll give you all the same question and whoever answers it first is the ultimate winner that's gonna be a mess yes please that's gonna be a big <laughs> mess that's not gonna be a mess it'll be fine i, I don't really think it's jeopardy it be. it's jeopardy whoever says it first wins what if we just all say the same thing at the same time then we're all we'll, win. We'll, then we'll keep reading questions until you all get it right all right, you guys ready? No. Which planet has the most gravity? Earth. Earth. Damn Mars. it. What'd you Wait, say? Who, what'd you say? I said Mars. Thank God you were all wrong. <laughs> Jupiter. Know. Jupiter. What's wrong with you guys? Dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's try this again. That was the closest. That was the next one. Uranus. Oh, that's a moon. Uranus. <laughs> Pluto. It's not a planet. <laughs> What is sushi traditionally wrapped in? Excuse me? Good job, Tyler. You won. Fuck. Fuck my (laughs) (laughs) And the crowd goes wild. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking lost both times. All right. That's that's trivia. JJ, you get our special guest participation (laughs) trophy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Want it yeah, you, me, please. you get a special accommodation just for being <laughs> on the show tonight. That is so funny. I'm really excited to see how long this episode is. It feels I don't feel long it doesn't feel like long time. No one's gonna finish it. No <laughs> I won't even listen. JJ will listen. I know I he will. No, he, will not. he listens to every episode. He literally comes to talk to me about that episode after he's done finishing it. He has genuine questions about different parts of the episode. If he doesn't actually listen, he's putting in too much work to make me think he listens. <laughs> what do you think of the back rooms, JJ? Loved it. Nice. <laughs> See, I feel like we need I feel like this creepy pasta trend might be a uh, a little bit of a bread earner for the channel, but I love the creepy long form content. We'll, uh, we'll I talked way too much tonight. No, we'll you we'll honestly participated goes. quite a bit, and it was not too much. No. Too you much. were the most prepared on the Slenderman subject by far. Nice. And I listened to four hours worth of content, and you knew, and you knew more than I did. It's honestly nice to get a five minute nap in there in the middle. That of is show. really, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to just let you take the wheel and drive, Josh. I think I could count the number of words JJ said on my two hands, though. Agreed. Tyler <laughs> told me skinwalkers, so that's what I focused on. I did not tell you Skinwalkers. And then when you were listening to Skinwalker Ranch, I said, JJ, that was last week. And you said, I know. I just want a more understanding of what it actually was. Thought we were continuing it. That was my bad. That's really <laughs> funny. JJ's like, I could talk about that for an hour. <laughs> JJ, uh, I hate you. Don't ever send me an email. <laughs> I really just, I'm glad you were here. But just, you know, see my prior email, forward it to yourself. Put it right back in your in your brain, okay? Please suck my cock inside out. 
Copy that. All right, boys. Thanks, JJ. Thank you so much <laughs> for, coming. for coming. It's been yeah. a good episode. It was a really good episode. Thank you for all of this. I appreciate it, and it will live in my head forever. Did your Did your dreams come true? Like just Every one of them. I'm so glad. I'm glad I am you had so a good glad. Time. Yeah, yeah. That's I what agree. we do here. We we make people's dreams come true. You can just call us the One Wish Foundation. Happy we are helping Earth. cancer. I am God. <laughs> <laughs> We're like make a wish, but with no money. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good night. I mean, do you see the wall that's not here? Yeah. Yes. Bye. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.